when we read this whole gospel, gospel according to Luke, we, we can see this moment coming. Jesus knows about Peter. Jesus knows about the disciples. Two times in the gospel according to Luke, the gospels argue about who will be the greatest among them. And Jesus reminds them, the least is the greatest. The servant is the blessed. Jesus knows his disciples. He knows they do not understand him. More so, he knows he will be abandoned. Indeed, Peter and Jesus discuss this very evening his betrayal. And so it comes to pass. Peter, the one who falls to his knees and calls Jesus Lord, now denies Jesus. Peter, the one who confesses Jesus as the Christ, the Messiah. Peter, the one who witnesses the transfiguration of Jesus, now denies Jesus in this dark hour. Peter, the one who this very day said, Lord, I am ready to go with you to prison and to death, now says, I do not know this man. If it's not clear as to why Peter does this at the moment of the betrayal, it becomes crystal clear only moments later. The mocking and beating of a blindfolded Jesus spell it out for us. Fear. And it turns out that guilt by association and the prospect of death may be a little too much for Peter. Self-preservation trumps loyalty. Survival and security trumps faithfulness. Peter, who is so gung-ho from the beginning, who is full of this energy and enthusiasm throughout the ministry of Jesus, has lost his nerve. We know that feeling, don't we? We know what it feels like to lose our nerve, to make decisions based on fear. We begin our lives in Christian faith with enthusiasm and innocence. We learn the story as children, and we believe, and we carry that story into our adulthood. And then what? Or perhaps we've come to faith later in life, and we're really jazzed by the Word of God, and we get baptized when we embrace Jesus Christ with full love and enthusiasm. But over time, we wane. We might restart our faith many times in our life, a fresh start to a life in Christ, saying our baptismal vows publicly and enthusiastically to resist evil and seek Christ, to serve Christ in all persons, to love our neighbors as ourselves, to strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being. Yet, many times we have missed the mark that heat of everyday life wears us down. And then in the hours of our darkness, much like Peter, we are worn, tired, and beaten down, and we lose our resolve. When faced with the difficulty of our promises, we choose the denial of Christ rather than to seek and serve Christ and others 
and even in ourselves. We know about Peter because we see bits of Peter in ourselves. What holds us back? What do we fear? What are we holding on to in our self-preservation? What keeps us from saying, I know this Jesus Christ? Is it death? Death of status among those who do not share our beliefs? Death of relationships? Death of prosperity? For some around the world, a Christian life means the reality of a literal death. There's a real possibility of death. And there are some Christian martyrs out there. For us, we have a freedom to worship without the fear of that kind of death. But in a sense, we still fear a death. The death of a certain way of life as we know it. And it's easier to guard our way than to totally accept a new way. The way of life, the way of freedom promised to us in Jesus Christ. And ironically, when we choose to hold on to our lives as we know them, to protect our status more fervently than our faith, when we deny Christ, we do not find life but death itself. Our lifestyles become idols of worship and we turn away from the God that gives us life. We turn away from the one who gives us life and grab hold of the things that have no life in itself, in themselves. Money, security, safety, status, and the choices we make to protect these idols set off a chain reaction of painful consequences for ourselves and from others who suffer from our sins. Our relationships suffer. Our connection to God suffers. Our ability to see Christ and others suffer to the point where we say, I do not know this Jesus. Our choices mean death for us because we cut ourselves off from God and we kill off Christ in our world. We know Peter's plight all too well. Yet it's here in the dark moments where Christ still meets us. Jesus sees Peter when Peter denies him. He looks upon him. We are not given the details of that gaze. But if we believe that Jesus was consistent, one with integrity to the end, then we can believe that this look was one of understanding. We can believe that this look was a look of love. Jesus loved to the end, even those who betrayed him. And Jesus looks upon us too with that same gaze. Our real chance at change is not too far away. But first, we must hear the story. Hear today how denial leads to death of the one who loved. Reflect on our, con on our contribution to that continuing story and recognize our failures.
And after spending time in this story and at that cross, we can then head down the path of repentance and restoration.